Hey everyone, I'm Serena. And I'm Tina, and we are the Mental Health Mamas. Welcome to No Need to Explain. We are so glad you're here. First, as always, a quick disclaimer. We come to you not as mental health professionals or experts in the field, but rather as parents with lived experience who are on a mission to normalize the conversation around mental health. If you or someone you love is experiencing a mental health crisis, please seek professional support. You'll find a variety of resources in our show notes and on our website, no need to explain podcast.com. Today, I'd like to talk about living in the moment and how in the world we're supposed to do this. (laughs) Okay, let's do it. Let's be in the moment and do it. Okay. So when I think about living in the moment, there are a lot of different ideas that come to mind, like mindfulness, present moment awareness, flow state, the idea of being here now, things like that. Aren't those all essentially the same idea? I think so. Although I think mindfulness can encompass something bigger, but I think it all boils down to learning how to live in the moment and it's supposed to be good for us, right? Yes. And according to positivepsychology.com, being present minded is the key to staying healthy and happy. It helps you fight anxiety, cut down on worrying and rumination and keeps you grounded and connected to yourself and everything around you. Being present and exerting our ability to be mindful not only makes us happier, it can also help us deal with pain more effectively, reduce our stress and decrease its impact on our health, and improve our ability to cope with negative emotions like fear and anger. Okay, so there's a lot of research out there behind living in the moment. And I do think most of us recognize that living in the moment is important. And I can think of times where I've, what you might think of as practiced the skill, and I often don't realize it's happening. Those are good moments. They might look like being really focused on something I'm writing or a project I'm doing, or maybe really enjoying a conversation with someone. And I'm curious if you find yourself in those moments as well. You know, you know, that I've been working on this for quite a while now. Uh, (laughs) Just this morning when I let my dogs out, it was cold and sunny and I just stopped to hear the birds chirping and just really took that moment in. But what do we do when we find ourselves struggling to stay in the present moment? How do we practice this skill at, you know, during those hard moments? So let's just start by saying that it is hard, right? With all of our technology, it's even harder. So I have to share a little story here. As I was attempting to work on this episode about living in the moment, (laughs) I was having a really hard time doing that. I was so not in the moment. So there were texts flying back and forth between my husband and my oldest daughter with me in the mix. So my phone was whistling at me. My Fitbit was buzzing on my wrist. The email on my computer was dinging and my 13-year-old's phone was plugged in across the room, buzzing nonstop. And my seven-year-old was trying to get my attention, probably asking for a snack. (laughs) (laughs) Not a good model for living in the moment with my attention constantly being pulled away from what I was trying to do. Not at all. And this has definitely been one of those challenges for the parents working at home during the pandemic, right? I mean, that snack girl, uh, she (laughs) interrupts us a lot, doesn't she? So she does constant distractions. 
it has been constant. And the good news is that there are some things that you can do that we can do to practice being in the moment. So let's talk about some of the things that we have learned along the way. Sure. Let's do it. Here's a word we've probably totally overused, but it's really relevant in this particular circumstance. Intentionality. Mm -hmm. If you can be intentional about noticing the things, it can really help you be in the moment. I've found this to be true, even when the present moment isn't good, right? So I'm sure you've all heard someone say, I can do anything for 10 seconds, 10 minutes, whatever. And usually they're talking about something that's unpleasant. I think of exercise, right? (laughs) (laughs) When I find myself living in a moment that's not particularly pleasant, I try to slow down and remind myself that just like a good moment isn't going to last forever, this not so pleasant moment also won't last forever. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I think about when my kids were infants and when I had my first, it was so hard to just hang on each day. And I found myself just wanting that day to pass. But what I didn't know at the time was that it really passes quickly, even though you feel like it's not. And then you feel like you've missed it all. Wondering, did that happen to you too? Yes. Yeah, certainly. Um, I feel like it, uh, yeah, you want to wind back the clock, right? Mm -hmm. And I think we need to remember that often there's something that we can gain from, you know, the pleasant moments and the unpleasant moments. Um, I think about this job that we've done together for so long, Serena, and meeting you wouldn't have happened, right? And you're one of the very best things that have happened in my life. And I feel like if I hadn't had some of those painful moments in my journey, you would not be a part of my world. Mm. And that would make me sad. Mm. Although I wouldn't know because I'd never met you. Does that make any sense? (laughs) Yeah, that that makes a lot of sense. I think we learn a lot along the way and uh, it all becomes part of our lives. So if I think back to, again, back to my children as infants, uh, there was a big difference between when I had my first and my third. There was a lot of time in between, you know, so I was older and my family was in a very different place. Um, But by the time my third came along, I found that I was much more able to stay in that moment. When things felt hard, I had learned, right? I was able to remind myself how quickly it would all pass and how much I would miss it someday. It really helped me be able to appreciate what I had in that moment with my infant. And the same is true as she got a bit older and we'd go for walks. Oh, the toddler walk. Um, she and I have gone on a couple of those. <laughs> That's right. You have. <laughs> yeah. The uh, stop every single step and look at leaves and bugs and squirrels and anything else that catches your attention. Um, it used to really frustrate me, but then I learned to have patience with her and uh, it was really a gift to take a walk like a toddler. The world is so new and exciting for them. And the right now is the most important thing. Yeah. And uh, my dogs are perfect examples as Mm. well, right? They ask for what they need and they're happy to play anytime. And they notice things that I would never notice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they, they too walk like toddlers, so I don't <laughs> exercise with them because they stop way too many times, all the snaps. So you mentioned listening to the birds outside your house and I have a bird feeder um, outside my front door and I can see it from my living room as I'm sitting on the couch and just uh, watching them 
come and grab food from the feeder. They're not thinking about what just happened or what comes next. They're grabbing food because they're hungry. And I think we could learn from that, right? So there's an exercise we would like to share with you that I've used personally, and I've also walked my kids through it when they were struggling. It goes by a lot of different names, but we're just going to call it 54321. It's a great way to ground yourself and bring yourself back to the present. So it goes a little bit like this. Look for five things that you see around you wherever you are at the moment. Four things you can touch, which include the floor under your feet or the hair on your head. Three things you can hear, two things you can smell, and one thing you can taste. The last one could be grabbing yourself a glass of water or simply noticing what the inside of your mouth tastes like. That exercise really does work. So let's go back to the technology piece for a moment. We talked in a past episode about having too many tabs on your computer open or Mm -hmm. in your brain. So we encourage you to close some of those tabs, turn off the notifications on your phone, or even, dare I say it, turn your phone off. Yeah, right. Yikes. That scares (laughs) everybody. Um, We've become so very attached and I agree a little time away is totally a good thing. I also think that we should stop waiting for that special moment to do something, right, Serena? Say more about that. So sometimes I say, drink the wine, eat the cake, right? We spend our lives saving the good stuff uh, as to not ruin our diets or heaven forbid, break the china. So we have a thing in our family for sure. I see a scratch on my furniture and I just say, there's another love mark. <laughs> uh, and often, you know, I remember, I remember we lived in an old house, as you know, where, you know, when we lived near you and uh, I remember a lot of the bumps and bruises on that old house as belonging to some memory that we had mm-hmm. for sure. Um And my favorite is from our childhood when my brother decided he'd do a little carving on my mom's side table. (laughs) And so he carved M-A-R-K and then he blamed it on my brother, Michael, which is not spelled (laughs) M-A-R-K. We can never get enough of that story. It comes up almost every holiday. (laughs) (laughs) That is a great story and a good point too. And since all of our loyal listeners know that we couldn't possibly make it through an entire episode without mentioning self-care, we're going to do it now. Uh, Intentional self-care totally counts as living in the moment. If you're doing something you love or something that feels good, that keeps you in the here and now. Absolutely. Yeah. One of my favorites lately, just knitting and being there Mm -hmm. knitting, right? Just being in that moment. And we want to repeat that none of this is easy, right? Like most Mm -hmm. things, it takes practice and sometimes we're going to get it wrong. I don't know. Maybe we, maybe nothing's wrong. I I guess the experience is the experience. Mm -hmm. Um, It's also not a thing that's, that should be like a box to check. That is not what this is about. It's a process and part of what we do every day in life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We do hope that everyone out there listening is doing okay and finding ways to stay grounded and remain in the moment. And we always love to hear from you. Send us an email and let us know what works for you to stay in the moment. Absolutely. So in this moment, podcast friends, we are, as always, grateful for all of you listening and supporting us. You can help us out by visiting Apple Podcasts, leave us a review, subscribe, and please share with others. You will also find lots more content 
content on our fabulous website, no need to explain podcast.com. You can also find us on Twitter at mhmamas, Instagram at no need to explain podcast, and on Facebook as well. And this is your gentle reminder to take good care of yourself while you are also taking care of your people. Thanks again for listening. Bye.